Hi there, this is Erin Nicole and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes the Holy Spirit sends me a topic and I do a sermon on it. Sometimes I share music with you as well that he inspires through me to help empower you to find happiness from within. If you hear any animals or vehicles, I am in nature right now, and that is real animals and real cars that are a few hundred feet away or so. It's important for me to get into nature, try to do it at least once or twice a week, although I've been pretty sick in the last few weeks, so I stayed indoors for the most part and was pretty sedentary and then I remembered oh yeah I need to move to get my lungs working and so I could start feeling better so today's the day so father whispered to me the topic as I got past the parking lot where I parked and got into the nature part of the trail and I don't understand the topic, but sometimes that happens often, actually. (laughs) So, there's definitely no pre-planning on my part. Whatever comes out, comes out. And um, I trust that whoever is listening, the Father desires for you to hear and to bless you and your families in some capacity. So, the topic is the forgotten variable. So, Father, I thank you and I praise you for giving me this platform to speak, to share your truth, your hope, and uh, whatever comes out, Father, I trust that it's from you, and, and Father, I thank you and I praise you that you bind up anything that would not be of you, that would be uh, confusing, inaccurate information, Father, bind it up and we lay it at your feet. Thank you, Father, in your name I pray, amen, God this conversation so what is the first thing you desire for me to talk about father the forgotten variable he says honor honor is the forgotten variable I first met an individual um, online first in I believe early 2020 and then in person late 2020 like around October and one of their three pillars of their nonprofit was I believe the word honor it's a forgotten variable on their part they did me some good but I think overall they were focused on filling their bank account and what was in it for them and whatnot I can't remember all three but two of them were honor and valor the forgotten variable of honor. What does it mean to be honorable to yourself and to your country? It means to 
to keep true to your values, to cover and protect women, to sacrifice yourself above others, to be a servant leader, all those things the military respects. What does it mean to be dishonorable? Well, the exact opposite. Focused on money, selling information that you shouldn't sell, disrespecting women, putting them in compromising positions, harming children, you name it. This person that I had met was a part of a a team, a group, a plan, a very long, big plan of the enemy, honestly. I don't think they realized how bad it was going to get for me. All they could see was the short future for themselves. They probably received big payout. from the Illuminati group that paid them, paid this person to discredit me when I refused to join their cult. They had initially reached out to me in 2018 after I started doing Instagram ads. 2019, they sent a fake PhD in ministry to slowly slither her way into my attention. Mirror matching my content. She was a stalker. Very mentally ill of the high society. She was known for her bad reputation amongst the high society. I was warned by uh, Dave Meltzer's team that they did it very vague so I didn't catch on to it, unfortunately, but that's all right. Made it through. She paid, she paid this man, this dishonorable man. She paid him to have me killed. She didn't have the money. She got access to the money. She told me this through her husband, reaching out to the elders of their private church group because they had access and I quote, to all the money in the world. And if you know anything about the Bible, you know that the enemy is in control of all the money of the world, has the power to move the money. But the Father created all things, including the enemy, and if he so chooses to move the money out of evil people's bank accounts, he will. So she got the money to him. She paid him. I introduced them to each other. I didn't know she was evil at the time. She was pretending to be good and offered to coach me, her and her husband. And she invited me to connect with her son, who would potentially be on my team, and all kinds of lies, all kinds of bullshit. 
Okay, Father wants me to turn around, so I will. And she told me in a private conversation that this man, this president of the defunded Blackwater alumni group that protects all the presidents of America, that he could easily be manipulated. She said, he's so young. I could easily get him to do whatever I want. She said that in a private conversation over the phone. I never met her in person. I thought, isn't that strange that she would say how easy he could be manipulated? Why would she say that? Why would she think that? I don't desire anybody to be manipulated. I don't know about you. I desire for people to be themselves. That's what the Father desires as well. It's called free will. The free will to be yourself, to be kind and loving, or to be devious, mischievous, and evil. You get to choose. Every day we have thousands and thousands of choices we make. Even the act of not choosing is a decision. And uh, this woman was very intentional about using this man, manipulating this man, and using money to do it. Why would they harm me, you might think, you might ask. Well, they wanted me to join their cult, their pedophilia child sacrificing cult, because I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and my story is powerful. It's extremely powerful because it's the truth. The Father healed me after 18 years of suffering in silence by myself, trying, trying to get help without really talking about the problem. Because when I did bring it up with the people that should have protected me, um, my mother very specifically didn't offer me any condolences or anything. And that was because she's a quiet person, a meek person, and I don't think she could face what happened. So she offered to get me counseling, which was great. But people that have depression feel like they are burdens, and so I didn't want to waste the family money. Family was a big stressor. It caused a lot of problems, lack of money, I should say. So I found out how many sessions were provided through my dad's insurance. Three. I went to three sessions and I, I learned a lot, but you can't get true healing in three sessions. So I suffered a lot throughout my teenage years and through college. And I taught myself how to bounce back from difficult thought patterns. And when I finally had had enough of trying to do it on my own, I said, all right, Father, I'm ready for you to take over. And in 2018, he did. He healed me completely of it. And he showed me my, my purpose. He gave me the three pillars of Move Happy, Mindset, Community, Fitness. And he told me I'd be helping people with depression worldwide. I would be the main person that would be helping you if you struggle. Connecting you to the source of healing which is the father of all this. And this evil 
Colt had paid the top security team to take me out because I had refused to join their cult. And they are very much afraid of the name Jesus Christ. They are very much intimidated and they can't come near him. So, um, this, this evil woman was very willing to help coach me if I would be willing to denounce his name. But I refused. She tried to get me to deny my source of healing. And that was when I knew that she was evil. That's when I knew. And I thought, isn't that interesting? That this rich, powerful group that has access to all the money in the world, <laughs> they ain't got nothing on Jesus Christ and his children hear his voice so she paid whatever she paid to Jason Johnson the president of the Blackwater alumni group to forget about his pillar of honor and to focus on money he took her money he tricked her he made her believe he was going to have me killed and he sent me to someone that he looked up to to get me true protections. This man never told me who he worked for. Never, ever. He didn't brag. He had this confidence about him. He walked so confidently and he had so much joy in his spirit and he healed people. He healed marriages. I watched him counsel husbands telling them to take Take responsibility for arguments. Take full responsibility. And when you do, your wife will humble herself and apologize after you've done it first. Showing men to take the first step. I saw him be such an honorable man to himself and to other families. And I thought, wow, this guy is neat. And Jason connected me to him directly. I knew that Jason worked for Biden. I don't, I don't know who my hero of 2020 worked for. I don't know with confidence. But what I do suspect is that he worked for and works currently for President Trump to keep him alive. Because I ended up marrying my hero of 2020 last March. I should say two Marches ago, 2022 since we're in the new year now, in 24. And not even three weeks after that, he was a guest on my show. He put a mask on. He edified me. He stood up for me, his wife, because people were trying to say that I didn't receive protections because they used me. They tried to use me to get information off of Trump to destroy his presidency. And instead, <laughs> I married the man that they tried to get information off of. It's such a cool movie, but it's real life. It's absolute real life. A lot of it has been absolutely terrible for me. It's been almost two years since I've been able to communicate with my husband at all. 
since Easter Sunday of 2022. But I know that I'll see him again. I believe I will see him again. I do not believe that the Father connected us. Our spirits are tied together forever. I do not believe he allowed us to be married for like 19 days to then force us to be separated forever. <clears throat> he had to separate from me because they had traced our location. They had threatened my nonprofit business partner who was active duty in the military. They threatened her to get on the phone, give me a call after they had threatened her a year prior to disassociate from me because they're bullies, they're evil, and they don't know anything about the forgotten variable of honor. They are the opposite of honor. They dishonor America and they dishonor their citizens and their military personnel. My husband is a war hero veteran. He asked to retire when we married, which is a part of our faith system. That is his legal right and his religious freedom right. Deuteronomy 24.5 says that if a newly wed, if he is newly married, he is not to be sent to war. He is allowed in his first year of marriage to make his wife happy and to be with his wife. And they stole that from us. I will never have my first year or my second year of marriage with my husband if they don't bring us back together. I will never get that time loss back. So they will be paying full restitution. Jason Johnson will make sure he reaches out to all these rich connections that paid him over 800 acres to damage my reputation about eight months before I got married to my husband. Both political party security teams wanted me. Both political parties wanted me because I've got spiritual gifts. One lusted after me, that is the Democratic team. They lusted after me because they saw how much money they can make off of me. But Trump's team respected me as a woman. And I married into that organization. My husband would deny it to this day, who he worked for, who he works for. I never asked him who he worked for. I never asked him questions about his job. If I did, he'd say, hey, I can't talk about that. And I respected that, just like I respected Nikki, my former business partner, active duty officer of the military. At least the last time I spoke with her, she was. She served over 20 years. And when I first met her, she said I was asking too many questions, but she realized that I was a curious person. She said, I have high-level training. Uh, if people ask me too many questions, I get defensive because that's the training that I've had in the military. She said, but I recognize you're not trying to get information off of me. You're just curious about me. Like you want to get to know me as a friend, right? I said, yeah. And that was back in 2015. She blew up at me and didn't talk to me for like a week. So I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to ask you questions. I mean, I was just asking normal questions like, so what do you do? And what's that like? And because I knew a lot of military people. I grew up in a military town. I was right down the street, maybe, tw well, not down the street, but like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes from McCord Air Force Base. And 
Fort Lewis. Uh, they've since joined a bases, base post together because the Air Force ran out of funding. So they joined their bases. So now they're at the joint base, Lewis McCord. And when I grew up, going to Bible studies, church, homeschool groups, and a lot of the kids that I grew up spending time with were military brats. So I knew kind of, sort of, what their parents did. I knew they were in the military, but when we were really little, they didn't, you know, really care about what dad does, what mom does, you know, but you could tell. They have uniforms on, you know they're in the military. When I started getting older, I started getting more curious and specific about things, especially after high school, college age, because our economy sucked ass because Obama got in office and there were no jobs. Obama and the Bush, both traitors to America. We, are, we all know that. They don't, they didn't know anything about the forgotten variable of honor. They chose money over honor. It is what it is. They made their decision. So just like when Nikki told me not to ask questions about her job, my husband said, I can't tell you who I work for. And there's certain things that I can't talk about. So if I change the subject, just just know that I am not allowed to talk about that and we'll move on to something else. I said, okay, that's cool. I never gave him any problems about it. I never questioned him about it, but he did say, what did Jason tell you about me and about what we do? I said, Jason told me that you guys protect all the presidents of America and their families and that you all work together and that you're all over America and all over the world <laughs> and you have characters. You, you dress up or you have assignments that you have to protect America, to protect American, um, I don't know what you call it, relationships, people that you're assigned to protect. And that's all I know. And he was like, so he told you, huh? He told you that we protect presidents. I said, yeah. Is it true? He's like, I'm not supposed to tell you that. <laughs> but he got out his photo book, uh, uh, photos and stuff like that, when I helped him get housing before we got married. And he showed me a photo where he got a Medal of Honor pinned on his, well, it was not a Medal of Honor, what do you call that? It was a ribbon pinned on his dress, it was like dress blues or whatnot. It was like a different kind of fancy uniform. It was different from his uh, camouflage uniform. And uh, it was pinned on from the president at that time. It was president of the United States of America. And I said, oh my gosh, you got to meet him? That is so cool. And he goes, I didn't like him. I said, you didn't like him? He's like, no, I didn't trust him. He's like, they're all a bunch of corrupt people. I was like, all of them? He's like, yeah, every single one of them that I had to protect. I was like, oh, yikes. He said, I love America, but I don't love our government. A lot of the things I've had to do for our government have been for corrupt people focused on money. They don't have a relationship with the father. They don't know who the father is, but I do. And the father tells him things about people. And so I don't trust a lot of people. 
And I was like, that's so interesting. I said, I could learn so much from you. I said, you tell me what you're allowed to tell me and you keep, keep quiet about things you're not allowed to tell me. But I still think that is so cool. I said, what are the odds that I got to meet you less than two years from when the father told me my purpose, my life purpose, my mission? He said, what's your life mission? I said, the father revealed it to me right before I moved across the country in 2018. I want to say like around March, March or April, because I moved on Cinco de Mayo. And uh, I said, it was a really, really bad day for me. He said, yeah. I said, yeah. I had a birth control implant that was really messing with my mind. It had, uh, it had completely split my mind of rational thought. It was scary. And um, I asked him to, to remove all the self-harm thoughts that were in my mind for, forever. And to never allow them to come back in my mind again. I had cried out. Honestly. Finally asked him to take over, take the lead on that area of my life that I struggled with. And he did. And he revealed my purpose. He revealed that I received a vision from the heavens. And he's like, really? And I explained it to him. And I said, my, my life mission is to help empower people to find happiness from within. My, my mission is to help people with depression. And he said, I believe, I believe you. And I believe you have an assignment from the Father, but you're not ready yet. So he started training me up. <laughs> and he was, and is, an honorable man. He didn't forget the variable. And he loves the Father, and he loves our country. And he had to make the most difficult decision that anyone would have to make. He had to decide between his boss and his wife. And his boss is fighting against the deep state Illuminati cult that has tried to destroy America from the inside out. And these people would have killed us both if we would have stayed together. So it was a no-brainer that he had to kick me out of our home after we had just gotten married because it wouldn't make any sense if they killed us both. And he promised me and my mom that he would keep me alive. And the only way to do that was if we separated and he pretended like he hated me and asked for a divorce. So we had to pretend like we hated each other for almost a year and a half and have zero communications. It's been the absolute worst. But we're almost to the finish line. He married a very tough woman. No one will ever say anything with accuracy bad about our relationship because it's 
real love, it's real patriotism, it's real romance, it's everything anybody dreamed of to have in their relationship. Someone that truly cares about you long after you can't even communicate with them for almost two years. Love makes you stupid sometimes. <laughs> but as I share bits and pieces of this story online or in person, what I hear a lot from women is I, and men too, I wish I had a love like that. And you can. You can have a love like that. His name is Jesus Christ. Greater love hath he that he would lay his life down for his friend, for his brother, or his sister. That's what my husband did for me. That's what Jesus Christ did for all of us. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, you can have that right now. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I know I'm a sinner. I need your forgiveness. Please come into my heart. Forgive me of all my mistakes and show me how to live a life full of love, how you designed. I thank you and I praise you in your heavenly name, Father. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged in to a Bible-based church. You want to keep God first place. Anything else, Father? Okay. Father says to donate. Donate to our ministries. Anything that you feel led to donate that you believe would be helpful for our life mission to help people with depression. Whether it be money or otherwise, if you think it would be helpful, send it on through to our uh, post box. Is uh, You can title it Aaron Nicole Ministries. Uh, 1477, so 1477 Tiny Town Road, box number 191, city is Clarksville, Tennessee, 37042. And we do prefer, if you're going to send money, to write a check and make it out to Erin Nicole Ministries, E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S. If you're mailing um, items that are not uh, money related, then, uh, you know, do as you will. And however you see fit, put a note in there if you'd like us to tag you on social media or whatnot with your name. And if you want it to be anonymous, that's cool too. Anything else, Father? but it's really nice out. This gate was left open. 
Hmm. All right. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. I will see you next time.